A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm Lisa Chanute. And we have a special guest with us here today. Uh, friend of the podcast, friend of ours. Uh, you might have recognized you might recognize him from just another immigrant on Showtime. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, he's written for a show on Adult Swim. He also runs a fantastic show called Performance Anxiety that is, what is it, the third Tuesday? Second Tuesday. Second Tuesday of every month at the Pleasure Chest in Hollywood. It's Eli Olsberg. Hello. You fr- you left out that not only am I a friend of the podcast, I'm a fan of the podcast. A fan oh. of the podcast. How, That's, yeah. how would we look saying that? 
I know. Uh, and fan of the podcast. Big fan. <laughs> um, they're called super signers. Yeah. Get, don't get it twisted. I mean, yeah, own it. You're a Taurus, right? Sure. Yeah, that's the total Taurus move. Okay. Right? No. I, am I, ro- am I, I wrong th- on that? No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's a koi cocky. But I mean, yeah. you know about, you're, we'll get into it. You're also super fan, super Aquarian, super happy to have you here. I'm a Libra rising. So to me, imply, friend of the podcast implies you are also a fan yes but that's just because i'm vain right i I mean i'm (laughs) learning more about like uh we were just talking about how it was like america's birthday and i got together with a lot of old friends who were like your podcast it seems really cool i haven't listened to it yet and it's like you don't need to like I mean, love you, Be- Becky, but you don't need to like tell. You don't need no, to like. But tell. People, well, she's not listening. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Actually, fuck you, Becky. No, yeah. now she yeah, her, Now kidding. she's gonna Scorpio it up and do her homework and, and like. Listen I listen to, to every episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's fine. But, um, no, people. I, I guess people don't know how to just say like congratulations on a thing without. Uh, without bringing themselves yeah, back. I've in. gotten worse. I feel like the worst thing you can do. P- people like ask me questions that we've talked about, and I'm like. Oh, you could just listen to the yeah. podcast. Like, that's, like, rude. It's like a per- <laughs> Like, I've provided the answer yeah. for free. Right. Why do you need me to, like, tell you personally? It's like I a per it's your rude. email. Yeah. Like, per, per this episode. Yeah. Per the, exactly. per the Mercury I mean, episode. What am I supposed to do? Like, put a link? I feel like that's rude, but... No, might be. You might have to just start just out there in casual conversation. Be like, well, you know, if you listen to the Venus episode. Yeah, we actually just did a whole episode on it, so I'm sure. I'm sure the questions (laughs) will be answered. Scrub through if you like. Do you guys get a lot of like uh, questions? Yes. Yeah. 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 Are we going to go through some today? Uh, Oh, we could find them. I'm sure we could do one. I just labeled them. Yeah, we just. Oh, great. Yeah, like in in our Google folder. Because if we have time, I would love to do. Yeah, we could. I'll see if there's one maybe oriented towards the things we unearth in okay. your chart too because yeah. i think that could be that could be a fun yeah email. absolutely no yeah but we get lots of questions like from from listeners we get emails from things you can i feel like you can tell when someone has not has like just listened to an episode yeah. and right. then like pops off right away because it's like yeah dude we we talk about this so we've answered this question so many times but in person questions a ton Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm sure that I can't imagine this is a great time for astrology and it must be an awful time to be an astrologer, like a oh. pro astrologer, because they are booked out. I read them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, sorry, I can't take any appointments till fucking 2019, like fall 2019. Oh and I, I'm sure half of those appointments have to just be like, so I'm just trying to figure out how to deal with my day job. Like it's mm-hmm. not, even, yeah. I mean, but that's valid. I guess that is kind of the point. I don't know. I feel like with those people, because they are so hard to book with or, and they're usually more expensive than other people. Um, people probably are the people that are going for it either are just like can afford it. So you you're know, right. Whatever, actually, yeah. Or they, or they have to like seek out someone who's good at it. I feel like the people that want to know like, day job stuff which not that there's anything wrong with that too but just the those people i feel like are less likely to seek out someone who's really going to give them sure a specific kind of reading well, or like that's they want the question that. i always get is mm-hmm. i'm having a bad week is there something going on mm-hmm. that's more what i meant and yeah because like, when i was i picked yeah, like day job kind of arbitrarily something going on yes. exactly. you're yes. being so rude i get like, that question at work all the time anytime someone alicia shout out to alicia my she's my work wife front desk uh partner and she is like one of the best uh like 
hype men for the mm-hmm. podcast. She tells everybody <laughs> about it. Uh, but once they find it, once other uh, employees find out, they'll like come up to me and they'll be like, oh my God, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what is there something <laughs> happening? And I'm like, in, yeah, be you need to be way more so much more yeah the planets are always moving and cheryl crow said it best every day is a winding road so it is shit is always flopping about especially when your charts are all different she also just described la as not a disco or a country club yeah so so i i think about that way more than i should yeah oh i love it she also oh sorry (laughs) she also just held a plank while singing at bonnaroo i don't know if anyone saw that she like sang a song like while in oh my god wow that's amazing that is next i want her just to be my like butch mommy and yeah, I okay. I love that song, and I like to think about. I've done, I've thought about it a lot, and I've tried to figure out where, if there is a real bar that's outside a car wash that they would be at. On Santa Ooh. Monica, definitely. On yeah. Santa Monica Boulevard. That's why I'm like, um, which which is well, it? Uh, I I think I know which one. I have. What do you think? Too. Oh, what's your guess? Uh, it's there's like a Philly cheesesteak and beer bar on the west side. It's right across from a mm. car wash. Okay, it's shitty. Okay. Oh, man, there's now that quick because she does say she's on Santa Monica. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, there's <laughs> several. There's like okay, there's so many car washes. There's like WeHo ones. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. Santa San, on San Vicente and Santa Monica. Yeah. Oh, okay, I could see that. Palm Car Wash, I believe it's called. Oh my God, yes, right on that. Cor- okay. But what bar is there? Um. There's a few. Well, you know what? That song was written before everything got like yeah. gentrified. Yeah. You know? So there must have been. So there was, but there's still stuff there now. It's just really fancy bars. Cheryl yeah. blew up the spot. She did. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah. guess her sign. Uh, Virgo. You're gonna be happy with this guess when you get it right. <laughs> Aqua. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's a Aqua. Like you, which makes. I like, do know the parking lot that they paved. In the Joni Mitchell song. Whoa. Oh. It's the Chick-fil-A. In, on, on Sunset? sunset? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how all three of us. <laughs> I on love that. Su- this is on Sunset? <laughs> girl. Girl. This <laughs> is one of my favorite things to do that it's like, oh, well, you know where the thing is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And for everyone listening that's not from L.A., we're sorry. Yes. Just for a second, we got real into it. I just, I'm never going to get over the fact that all three of us went on Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> like, I also just saw that they have something, this will be dated once it comes out, but it's fine, that you, if you wear a cow outfit next Thursday, you get a free entree. So if you already have a cow outfit, at utilize Chick-fil-A? it. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A. But right. it's time to they dust off that cow suit. Guys. Well, because yeah. you, if you buy a new one, it's not like. Well, not you know, really it did used it. to be Paradise there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, did Paradise have a delicious chicken sandwich? I don't know about that. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I don't need. You know what's what is Paradise then? Maybe what is Paradise maybe Paradise now it is. <laughs> but and they actually have like misters outside. Like I don't know if you know do that. They? Yeah, it sprays you with Christianity. That's a joke. Oh but it, they God. really do. They really do have a. They, if you're outside and it's really hot, they have like this mist machine spraying, and then they still are closed on Sundays because they think that's they. It's the Lord's day. That's their real reason for being closed on Sunday. Ugh. Just want to take a moment and bring everyone back down to reality Thanks. for a second. Sorry, they're, they're too busy fucking chickens at home, <laughs> baby. I gotta go repent and fuck my chickens. Why do you think it tastes so good? <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, that would not surprise me. You know, love, love makes everything taste better. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Spray and pray. Oh my okay. god! Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Well. 
we had Eli on because he's a star boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Big time. Yeah. When, how did you when? I feel like this happened. I've known Eli for a long time mm-hmm. and I feel like this happened like later. Maybe you've just been more outspoken about your astrology. Uh, yes. Affinity. But have you always been into it? When did you get into it? How? When did you first become aware of it? Is this yeah. like kid stuff or teenage stuff like take us give us a little history of you yeah so when i was well okay first off my mom is a huge astrology person like she did my birth chart before i was born or when i was born i should say Uh, because that's when they yeah that's when she got the info right right yeah (laughs) before i was born well she was getting right you know she was coming soon yes yeah 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 and she uh did my chart they have it because this was in the 80s on cassette my what? mom just found the cassette. She's like, we're going to listen to it when you get back. The next time I'm back home visiting in Florida. How do they oh do it on cassette? God. They like, she read like it? A, a she, read, they read it. Like, yeah, they just did a reading out loud. But of your like astrological birth chart. Birth chart, yeah. They did Whoa. the math. She had, because she, for a while, she's like, I know I have it here somewhere. I can't Where find it. Where are you from? It. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. So is she like a beach hippie or is that beach? I don't know anything about Florida. No, no. My mother's, my mother's originally from Argentina. She just ended up there because that was like, she was originally living in Miami, but then uh. kind of moved a little more north because it was a little more suburban. Uh huh. And that's just where I grew up. Okay. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty, I didn't, I, didn't really get into astrology until more recently, but I was there. Like I would still read my horoscopes. Probably, I think I just said horoscopes. Horoscopes. <laughs> Sometimes. Rose, I know, right? <laughs> um, when I was in high school, I would read them in the newspaper, and then I kind of just—I don't know—I didn't. For I went through this period where I just like rejected any concept of like religion, and and new age practices fell into that, mm-hmm. and uh, and and so. I don't know, about like five years ago, I kind of stopped giving a shit. And then I sort of got back into it, but not super heavy. And then um, a few years ago, I started paying attention again. And then about two years ago, I was dating someone who was really into, well, no, actually like a year and a half ago, I started dating someone who was really into it. And and that kind of re-sparked my interest a little. And then my mom and I, when I was home the next time, really bonded over it. Oh. Yeah, it was like a bonding point for us. I, I told her everything about like, what she 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 pulled out the only astrology book you'll ever need wow and was like all right so this is the deal with you and particularly how you deal with other people how you deal with your friends how you deal with and and she asked me she's like well so how are you dealing with this and then she's like okay so she flipped over to the page she's like well if your friend is a pisces they're gonna really want a specific form of attention from you Mm -hmm. and if your friend's this and it pointed another sign and she was like okay this is why this relationship we went back and went through all my relationships Oh wow, that's like, what's I was gonna say. That's so hot, but it's not hot. That's so like tender. <laughs> it's like, like, <laughs> it's so hot. You talked about all your relationships with your mom. I well, I could see how somebody seeing that, like, not I, I get, I get what you mean. That's yeah. some yeah. elevated shit, right? Not for you, or not like a, a sexual turn on, right? But like, oh, that's tight. Yes. Like, yeah, that's cool. I was thinking like that. Just is like, what is her sign? Yeah. What? What's that? What's, what's her your sign? Mom? My mom's a Taurus. That's okay. her sun sign. I actually don't know her. She, she, we did go through her whole chart. Like she told me what her moon and rising was. I just am not remembering it at the moment. But mm-hmm. I know she's Taurus sun. My my sister, who's a little bit older than me, is a Leo. So te- okay. technically, I live now. None of them are my obviously my romantic compatibilities, but they're actually my opposite signs. Aquarius' and most opposite signs, when you're told, is is Taurus and Leo. But in a family element, it doesn't work the same way. But that's mm-hmm. a fixed house. Mm-hmm. I've ever heard mm-hmm. one. You're mm-hmm. all the fixed signs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're you'll. 
it's interesting when you start to kind of see those strings pulled together when mm-hmm. like I think we always get that idea with like different sun signs like well I'm told I don't like that sign or I'm told like this it's like well this all works for some well, weird th- there, reason there there's something who, bringing us together absolutely and there are people who argue that um like the opposite signs are actually the strongest relationships when they are romantically pursued because there's a there's a way of kind of leveling each other out but it has you have to get really into like a zen place to do that i think i think right. it's a, we've been talking about this a lot about what what constitutes good compatibility sign wise because everyone I think when people are talking about opposites, especially they're talking about sun signs. Right. And the more you learn about it, the more you realize like your sun signs kind of don't matter when it comes to compatibility. Right. Because everyone, your sun sign is like ideally who you are when you're like your best, purest, most joyful uh, self. And everyone can like someone that's different from them when they're being the best version of Mm -hmm. themselves. Right. So it's like, yeah, on paper, these signs don't get along, but I just care about you so much that these things now are cute or whatever. It's when the bubble bursts. Yeah. It's like these other parts of it that it's like, yeah, of course we can all accept each other on a face value level of like, oh, that's different, but that's, but we just did one on, on polarities or whatever, where it's like the, I think, they your opposite sign you have a similar kind of like goal in life or like a a general outlook or general like value system but the way that you pursue it is different so if you Mm -hmm. can get out of it enough to recognize that you actually both want the same things more or less you just have different means of obtaining it then you can kind of be like all right I see yeah, it. the thing the reason why they're matched together is to show them like this is how much alike you can be Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, that's it's why they call they group them together in polarities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that totally makes sense because I think the idea is that if if they're opposite signs, they kind of will. You know, one is obviously that means one's going to be grounded and one's going to be idealistic, or just right. for the sake of an example. And like I think that, in a way, it, if you don't know how to balance it out, I mean, you have to know kind of how to fight almost in in relationships. You know, that's like always kind of the well a theme I, we've touched on many a time yeah. this is, you have such a like exemplary chart i'm just pulled this up now your leo is in your third house which is your siblings mm-hmm. oh yeah and my sister I, i'm very close to both my mom and my sister and then your taurus is your uh north node so like that's also kind of your uh example i would say or like a guiding a guiding force in your life but it's also like those things that seem maybe uh, opposite from you are actually the things that you need to implement more in your life in order to grow the most this, right this which go around which are the most uncomfortable mm-hmm. things that's like the whole which has been kind of the theme in most of my readings in the by the way we just did we don't just do um astrology and sign readings when i go to see my mom i do tarot mm-hmm. oh i do the whole everything uh, i Ching and what is e oh when you throw almost the coins when you throw the coins yeah oh. you take like three coins you throw them a certain way and it adds up to a mathematical like uh, you pull a certain page yeah you have to because it pulls out a certain symbol i believe there, yeah because it's like so um depending on which side they're two-sided and then one of them has like horizontal lines and the other one is like vertical lines essentially mm-hmm. and so you write right. down like one vertical horizontal horizontal and then you do it however many times and then they make a pattern yep 
that you go, then you look up what that pattern represents. And mm -hmm. so sometimes it'll be like sun cresting over mountain. Whoa. Yes. Like, and then it'll tell you what the breakdown of that means. And like, so we'll usually do, we try, we try not to overload it because sometimes you're going to kind of cross. I think the point of it, you're supposed to kind of do only one or two maybe. It's Have like, you ever done runes? Yeah, that's her other one. Oh, oh my god, your mom is in the room. You gotta have her on the podcast. Your mom is literally hashtag witches of Instagram. Yeah. Like she's like, <laughs> I'm doing all this shit. Yeah. What is she, does she work? Does she have a like? Does she do? Did she have oh, a profession just, or? Like, uh, she just works like a normal day job. She's never worked in like any kind of new age or uh, like something in that realm. She just had mm -hmm. the, all these like mystical interests. Yeah. Exactly. That's has so she told cool. you where she where her stuff came from or like what how she got into it. I think she well, you know, she grew up in Argentina and then she moved here. Mm -hmm. And um, my my grandparents are very were very Catholic, um, so I, I it, she definitely didn't get it from them. I think she just like, you know, she grew up at the during that kind of height of counterculture. I think mm -hmm. so that might have been where she kind of came across it because she's always been into it and it's never been a question for her. Also, coming from being a Catholic school reject, I think it's like super easy to kind of transition those traditions and rituals and candles and statues because it's like Catholicism sure. is kind of freaky of like all yeah. the Christianity. It's just built. It's just rooted in guilt. Yeah. You yeah. just say, sorry, I'm like a witch now. Like, yeah. Well, but I'm cool. But there's I'll a lot of heaven or whatever. Mysticism and Catholicism too. Yeah. Not all parts of it, but there are definitely like sects of Catholicism that are mm -hmm. very, oh, yeah. very mystical and are kind of involved with that kind of stuff too at least the yeah. idea of well you yeah. pray to cer like certain people because you lost your keys mm -hmm. right you right put shit under your pillow because so you can yeah so like you patron can, saints and yeah yeah like there's like definitely like little gods and deities even though they just they're like they're saints duh like they like just make <laughs> them like god like capital g god friendly so yeah i could see that like i feel like i mean madonna you know obviously the patron saint of, of, of catholic sluts yeah <laughs> Show, showed us that I you can like easily transition the patron over. saint of fucking being a queen exacto another leo for you mm -hmm. but oh and that's so interesting because i mm -hmm. feel like i don't know maybe like family's always like ha like oh i had a book or two but it sounds like your mom was like no, not no she's fucking around. the real deal like i yeah she can she can break it down when we get into it and she's very good at it and like will she's the one who who was who guided me towards charts yeah and she was like she's like okay go look at your chart and i went and looked it up and i was like oh i see and i after that i really got into it because one it was super spot on mm -hmm. and two I, I think it's weird to me it's always been weird to me that people are like well if you if you don't if you're like atheist or if you don't identify as like any kind of anything with religion how can you believe in this i'm like well there's some math to this there's an actual like uh -huh. you can root real things to it and it's been really fucking spot on uh other things that like religion and stuff none of that's ever been spot on in a way you know well mm -hmm. they're also not allowed to be predictive and stuff exactly so it kind of takes some of the like silly and fun element out of it where you're like oh you get to like see if this is be a good love match like you don't right. get to do that in religion and mm -hmm. it's not and it's not and also with religion it's like an absolute with astrology it does, it's not an absolute so you're like this is what could happen yeah. and these are the things to keep in mind and to be honest it's been thankfully my therapist is also into astrology so when we talk <laughs> i just surrounded myself but as soon as i got really into it i mean i'm pretty sure uh I, I came up to i think it was i came up to julia and i was like got oh no it was it on the was, chatterbox pa podcast well i think it was at bar lubich before we were talking that's about right it, yeah. that's right and i but i remember at that when you were like what's your you asked me what my sign was the chatterbox podcast and i was like aqua sun and moon 
Gemini Rising, and you were just like, oh, you are all air. Good luck pinning you down. <laughs> yeah, and that was true. fresh off a breakup, which was yeah. so funny, because I was just like, I want to be pinned down. Oh. <laughs> well, nope. that I could mean, be, I mean, the only other planet you have in your personal planets is Aries, I which know. I think is like a very, I made a quick note about that, which, what was that? Well, yeah, it's, it's what, two, I have two, uh, two, um, so you're Aquarius. Aquarius, Sun, Moon, and Mercury. And I think one more, too. And your right? Jupiter. And Jupiter. And Jupiter. Jupiter. But that's starting to get a little out there, but yeah, still, like, it was funny, because I was like, okay, aqua, 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 of okay, and then I got to Aries, and then Venus, Aries, Mars, I was like, okay, and then we went back to aqua, and I was yeah. like, oh, hey, again, you, oh, you're here, which is funny, too, because since it's Jupiter, it's like, I don't I always think of Jupiter as that, like, and at the end of the day, we're all doing this. And it's still like you just went back to that like yep. comfy air mm-hmm. home. Which explains, like, talk about stubbornness and, like, fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I'm like a fucking tree sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm like you're super... 50%, almost 50% fixed. I looked up your, your I was dominance I was and your stuff like that. You're almost, you're like, it's like 47 point something percent fixed. I Honestly, that's still, sound, it's like that totally checks out that makes sense with jupiter being your sun sign too because you have the most fun when you're the luckiest when you're just Mm -hmm. being yourself yes Mm -hmm. you're like having the best time when you're not when you don't have to put on airs you're just like this is me right which and oh sorry go ahead son your son is in the ninth which is jupiter's home house so also like those are going to be complementary placements and then your jupiter your moon is in the eighth and as is your jupiter which is all about taboo and mm-hmm. that like, I yeah dar- like dark occult anything but also just like rebirth and sex stuff let's get into that oh yeah. that was my question I wrote I yes. literally wrote after I when I got to Aries Venus Mars I wrote do you get laid a lot question mark Eli fucks <laughs> <laughs> because I was like Aquarius I'm like, oh, so this, I literally wrote Manic Pixie Dream Boy, question mark. Oh, my God. Because I was like, so I imagine this guy. Isn't that your, isn't that a Twitter bio or something? I, I, I used that? to have that. Something I think, like that? Oh, no, no, I wrote that as a tweet once. I forget. Really? What, I swear I didn't like, yeah. I didn't do like a No, no, that's did. why, but that's why Julia and that's Lisa were like, then. oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's get into it. No, I have like bits where I talk about polyamory and like. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting some, and that yeah. was just my like literal like freehand like yes note. I, I was like do you you get laid a lot mad pixie dream boy it was all i imagine this like like kind of like noodly like like thoughtful like not squirrely but like maybe squirrely like guy like coming up to like strangers at a bar being like i'm actually want to talk about more than just all this bullshit and also like I'm going to get you with like my Mars <laughs> and Venus. Like, you know what I mean? That's like a, that's a I fuck. So- Those are some I fuck places. This mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I really got into astrology. If you want to know where <laughs> I got the, the turning point, when I read this thing about like that, about like, you know, that you find a lot of pleasure in two things. Mostly it's going to be career and like, and sexual experimentation, not experimentation, but just, mm-hmm. just defining but, yourself through that way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is my shit. I just found the thing that saw me and validated me mm-hmm. because it makes you feel like a little, I don't know. It's like, we're also in a period right now where that's finally being a little more accepted and people are like, up. well, no, it is being accepted. It's just also being resisted by mm-hmm. a very specific 
administration. Uh, well, even going to that, like I, I saw some news thing that was like, why is internet humor so fucking weird right now? And like some like art critic wrote, it's called Dadaism, and it's called when everything is a goddamn fucking mess. Yeah, like who cares? Like let's like lean into the obscure. But of course, people wrote, what's up with the internet nowadays? And it's like you guys would write that, right, like right. all these old farts being like, what's online? And it's like we're having fun and being true our true selves because you baby boomers like we ain't owning houses and yeah. we ain't like maybe having kids maybe doubt it but no. like we can't afford it so like let's just like be our truest authentic selves Absolutely. and like dig, dig deeper into us rather than like trying to perform for all of, perform life that is like performing like getting the house getting the perfect partner getting the this right it's like what's the fucking point oh i've been thinking a lot about that lately mm. about, i bet like, you have your chart mm. is all like i'm thinking yep yep, yep. <laughs> i intellectualize too much well this was something so i found two different things the one the chart that i read that gave me your like dominant planets and stuff which also is interesting um i saw one where your venus is in 10th also but another one where your venus is in 11th so i've i've read i've looked into this uh it is <laughs> sorry excuse yeah. me if i'm a little too prepared no <laughs> I, I love it that's what i was gonna prepared. ask if you have you... yes there's a debate um in fact one of them i think it's on astro.com reads that like it's your house. The houses are so close that it's an overlap. Okay. Yeah. It's almost mm -hmm. like almost like a cusp, but yeah. not quite. Mm -hmm. And so this is a cusp safe space yeah. here. Oh, okay. So we're, we're good. I'm I'm conflicted on cusps. Oh well. I'm I'm on the cusp about cusps. <laughs> 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 so didn't mean to intellectualize this conversation. I mean, as I as Aqua, we, we know who we're. We're talking. dealing with a Mercury Aqua. Like yes. it basically says you are gonna like. Au contraire, but mm -hmm. if you want to, if you want to think about the other end, I'm here to like represent the other end. Even if I maybe don't believe in the other end, right. I can still kind of see the perspective of yeah. the other end. So like, let's let's talk about her. I'm so exhausting. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I'm so exhausting with that because I I agree what you're saying. I yeah. do that. I'll sometimes I'll well, inner Gemini rising. We haven't yeah. even gotten to yeah. that. Yeah, I know that's that oof. wrench. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Which do you which do you feel resonates more? Because I could see both of them. Yeah, it's you know I, the thing for me that I I was always like going back and forth on cusps, and then finally I don't remember who posted this, but somebody one of the astrologers that I follow was like, "All right, I'm finally gonna tell you what the fucking what my deal is on cusps," and I was like, "All right, you know what? Let's hear it." And the argument was because this is all done in such a specific way, and you're born in a specific way, like you're born at a specific time, I should say. Um, that's the house you're in. So it's like, it's it's like even though Pisces is like even technically, my birthday is on February seventeenth. Yeah, technically, technically, yeah, that's a cusp. The cusp. Because Pisces is what the nineteenth. Yeah. Pisces. Oh yeah, I forget Pisces it's closer because it's like a shorter. Yeah. So it's like, but but you know, if it's like two days before, that's still Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So she so her argument was pretty compelling, and just that it's like that's the day. So even the, even if it's you're kind of picking up some of those traits you're still born on that day so it's i don't know so it, that, that's and i kind of right now i'm agreeing with it but i don't know maybe in a couple of days i'll we'll think about it, it a little more and switch it up yeah, yeah. so it's it, you said it was in 10th it's, right it's i saw something in 10th but also another one i read was in 11th yeah i i, I kept seeing more often than not the 11th would come okay. up as the argument and that was the one i kept reading um, so because that one was interesting to me. Um, and do you know, do you normally see your Mars in 10th? I'm trying to remember which remind me what the 10th is career. 
Yes, I do. Okay, and that then eleventh the is the one that stood out to me is like no uh, was the Venus in eleventh, which would be like uh, not necess- not placing a hierarchy on relationships, meaning like right. there's a fluidity between friends and lovers and this and that. Like it's a lot. Yeah. It's a big social group, and also the idea of that being. Um, there also is like a level of like group creativity in that too. Right. So I, I think it actually vacillates between the two, but I, I'm sorry, I mixed them up. I more often than not associate with the 10th okay. just because when I'm, I, I remember I always had this thought and I, I'm, I got out of this in my thirties, but cause I'm 33 now. And in my twenties, I was always with relationships. I was very specific about how to navigate them because I was like, well, I know it takes a specific type of energy and you really have to like, you know, you really want to show up. But also I moved to L.A. I, I, you know, two people who are older than me who might and I'm speaking. It's a weird way to refer to my mom and my sister. But, you know, they really sacrificed a lot for me. So I was like, well, I owe myself and I owe them to really be the best that I can be with my career. Mm-hmm. And then so I, I, that created that aloofness that Aquariuses are known for. Um, and th- that's probably what let me do that you know sure. and so well, and Aries is so I would say self-driven too that it probably balances out some of that aloofness that yes. Aquarius is known for which would maybe maybe be more so like group oriented again but that Aries drive being like no I need to like get this done I need to do this I need to win I need to like yes, yes. And, it, and it leaves a sense of and it it leaves me with the sense of like when I when i pursuing those things if i take a break from them to 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 try and nurture something it doesn't have to just be a romantic relationship just to be clear i mean like friendships anything um that isn't family because family i think it's a blood tie so they're the the obligation that goes without saying but like when it's someone that if it if you're let down in any capacity it really stings that much harder because of that you know you almost like register it not as a betrayal but almost as like well, I could have been doing this other thing and here I, you know, and the fact is those are just interpersonal relationships and it's not, you know, that's me making it more personal than I should. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because like of the Aquarians I've known, I feel like they easily can separate um, like the shit they have to do versus distractions. Like they are like typically when they're on a mission, they're on a fucking mission and they will feel like not FOMO, but like I feel like if you say like put a partner first and like missed a shot for like a work thing, you'll just be like, fuck, now I'm going to blame this fucking per- you know, like, I, yeah, this person. Yeah, I don't. I don't. This was something that's come up before in therapy, which is I don't I usually don't blame the person. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can I can build a little resentment. Sure. But mm-hmm. I will blame myself because I'll be like. Well, you should have known that this. Why? Why didn't you prioritize that? Right, I, right. Or like, I guess I mean it. Like in a, it's like a meta blaming of the person. It's like if yeah. I hadn't have gone out, right, right, allowed myself to yes. like skip that weekend because I went away, then I would have gotten this. And it's like, it's like a met. It's a very meta as Aquarians mm-hmm. do, like a meta blame game. That's like. It's it a is. Lot. It so is I think a lot, you'd yeah. rather go like I'm just not going to do that than like even like give yourself the option to like sink into that. Yeah, hole. I I can I can shut it down. I've I've been 
better about that the last few years i've been like really good to myself in that way and, mm-hmm. I, and i'm seeing that because the the trick is you just have to I, I think also the longer you do whatever the career you're doing is like in, in this case comedy you also just learn that you know just because you took one weekend off nothing's yeah i i, it's I, fine. I, I yeah live. i learned that early on about th- i think it was like two or three years in I, there was a period where i think for like three weeks straight i went to open mics like not literally every day this is not an exaggeration and one day i just felt like i was having a breakdown and mm-hmm. i was just like okay i need to take i had to go the other way i took a full week off and i it neither was healthy it mm-hmm. should have yeah. i could have just taken a day off and then bounced around you know what i mean like and, and that moderation is mm-hmm. something i'm just now getting better at mm-hmm. well julia's dying to I'm dive like, into something here. i know i'm like i have some insights i believe <laughs> into why um so your dominant signs Aquarius, number one, mm-hmm. obviously. But your second most dominant sign is Scorpio. Which oh. is what my Saturn is in. Uh-huh. And your Pluto, which is your second most dominant, or your third most dominant planet. Your other, t- your first one's Mercury, mm-hmm. again, but yep. then your two, two and three are Mars and Pluto. And what's my Pluto in? Wait. Pluto is also in Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> you, so you have, I wrote, I kept this big chunk. I don't know if I should read all of it but this so you have pluto retrograde in scorpio that's um, fucking crazy because that didn't that retrograde already happen like didn't it wasn't there a period where it went i believe it's in currently in retrograde now it might be well wait what was the one we were talking about at the pool party lisa uranus. oh uranus yeah that's right mm-hmm. it was this is well this period i so we all just for a quick tangent um let's tan i did the halo aura photography Mm-hmm. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, it was great. And the one thing that came up was the same thing that, uh, in fact, you and I have had a few conversations about this, I would say, which was like rebirth. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that came out in the Halo in the Aura photo. Mine's, so you'd have to go on my Instagram for the listeners. It's somewhere in like and April. And what's your handle? At Eli Olsberg. Just a, just a classic, original, nothing too fancy. Just direct. Just that aloofness that we're speaking about. Direct, um, but you know, yep. like fine. It's like, but find me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's somewhere in April, in the April period. It's okay. like, it's like an orange Is fucking. Your mom? Let me see. Happy birthday to my mom, the queen of enlightenment, inspiration. He has some great great TBTs with She's so Stevie Nicks. And what's the hashtag I wrote on that one? Hashtag Taurus season. Oh, my God. So cute. Sorry. I had to just saw her and I was like, I know that's the mommy. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Hi, mom. Uh, So. Wait. um, So what? Oh, yeah. Sorry. We were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Rebirth. That was like. I got that with the tarot card readings. I got that with like with my th- the first thing right above my face in that Halo Aura picture. Oh, I see it here. Yeah, you're like, so red. Yeah, and yeah. that the first line like right above my head, the, when he read the photo, he's like, "This is a rebirth." And uh, we've been hanging out more with me, which means like clearly, clearly. like it's something's going. <laughs> and then you have what people <laughs> always come to me and they have rebirth issues. What is your yeah. thing to the left? You have a thing to the left or right? I don't know how they would count that. And you have like another streak. Yeah, a halo there's, streak. A, there's a lot of like, well, during that period, I guess it. I don't know if this comes with the rebirth. I'm trying to remember what else he had said because they give you that so guide. Red. Yeah, I'm like, I, know. I have the thing on my fridge right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Color I mean, hold on. You guys keep talking for a second. I'm going to look at what that color indicates. Oh, you have the color Guide. If you yeah, guys yeah. don't know um, what what Eli is talking about, it's called Halo Aura Photography. Um, it's a, a company they, I believe, now have a studio downtown. Um, but you go and you get your a Polaroid taken. Uh, but it, the picture, it's I forget what the name of the so technology they, is, but they yeah. take the picture. It's like a 
or a graph or something like that. You put your hand on these like metal things. Yeah. And and it's some kind of science. Yes. And then they (laughs) take, it's like heats and stuff like that, but they take the picture and then the picture that results is you with different colors around you. I went for my birthday this past year. Um, and then it was just supposed to be me and I think my sister, but maybe it was just me, but they, and my whole family ended up doing it. Oh, that's awesome. We, but we all ended up having totally different, ones too it was like there was a couple of similarities but then my dad's was like completely different too so which was cool to see that because i was like oh i wonder if it's going to be like a a features thing or something right right yeah no everybody gets a different it's like super oh hell yeah i'm I'm, I'm showing mine yes i've never even so just to answer your question really quick the 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 color you were looking at that like reddish oh 100 you guys have definitely seen the picture on instagram when someone's like covered in rainbow light yeah it's like it's that picture so it's yeah so mine was less rainbowy mine was like more fire and orange yeah orange orange. yeah and there's like wow so there's a lot of like creativity and 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 like intellectual like uh is that right brain the creativity or the left here i am like espousing about astrology i'm like which brain's the creative side um we're too busy being being creative (laughs) we got no time i have no time also i feel like red is like a very leadership Color yes, also. that was the other thing they touched on is like you do your own thing, you go on your own path, which is very in line with my. Do you have a mustache on this picture? Is that a, another halo? It's no, it's like a little bit of like it's kind of what you're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even skip a beat. I'm like, no, honey, it's not a halo. It's a. That's it, no, so it's funny. like a. It's part of my beard. That's a great picture. But yeah, so uh, by the way, if you look right next to it, someone drew my, uh, like a few this drawing. Yeah, she also did that there. This one. Yep. Oh my god! So look how big your head is. I know, so it's brainy. <laughs> Wait, sorry. So go okay, ahead, Julia. So Pluto and Scorpio in retrograde, which means you're going to Pluto, Scorpio is already a very like tough on itself sign. Yes, and wants to uh, will uh, assign themselves tasks that no one will even know they've accomplished. It's just for you. So that resonates to me. All of this, like mm-hmm. I should have done this more. I should have. Mm-hmm. I should have withheld mm-hmm. longer. I yes. should have pushed through harder, whatever. Uh, retro- any planet that's in retrograde in your natal chart means you're going to internalize even more these these aspects of it. Oh, boy. So likely this is going to be Pluto is also all about power, domination, and being dominated. So I think this... Yeah, I'll sub, Again, one. I'll sub fits, once in a while. But it fits more with you <laughs> dominating yourself. Yes. No, no you're um, right. You're right. Like in, enforcing that power towards yourself. Um but, but here we go. So Pluto, uh, Pl- planet Pluto symbolizes deep disruptions and upheavals, domination and sexual instincts and the inner power we have in ourselves. Uh, it destroys metamorphosis, all of this, yada, yada, yada. Your Pluto is in the fifth house, which is also all about creativity and uh, like casual sex encounters. <laughs> I mean, drag me. So here's (laughs) so Pluto in house five. This is from um, Astro theme, I think. Whatever. What with Pluto in the fifth house, passion always includes a part of ambiguities. The way you love and give is special, and it does not fall to puzzle the members of your entourage. Does not fail to puzzle the members of your entourage. (laughs) The essentials are elusive. Love is beyond understanding. You ever never understand. Uh, what effective life and the arts are about. A work keeps its soul hidden just like persons do. You're attracted to dangerous love affairs as well as impossible love and concealed feelings. Yes, 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 and yes. All of that is true. 
Um, yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate because I don't know. I mean, the way I, I'm trying to think like, what's the best. I, it's funny. I haven't had to articulate it that way before, but I think it's because for me, be like relationships are, and I'm, I'm figuring this out still because this has been for the past five years, I would say six years is when I've really started to like try to really be open to that part rather than just be like, okay, work. And then that's, you know, whatever mm-hmm. else happens, come what may is, is that like, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with the, the idea to me of like just having someone there and being there for um, the, the mundane parts has always been the mystery to me in a relationship. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not that every day has to be an incredible day by no means, but it's this thing where I'm just like, Oh, how do I, I, I don't know, because to me, it's also like when I really go in, I'm, I'm in. But when I'm not, then it's like, mm, Well, nope. maybe mm-hmm. you need like, and I don't know what your dating style is or if you're searching or where you're at with all that. But maybe maybe like a Scorp or someone who has their own little box of mysteries who likes to go do their like, like actually I like to go paint alone, like well, in, uh, in the rock garden is right. like maybe that's may, maybe that's the secret is learning like you don't have to share Everything. Every. I think you have to make those little things fun it, because yes. there might mm-hmm. not be a person that can do that for you. No, th- I don't so think that, there is. That yeah. might yeah. be your challenge. Like right. that might be something that's more. Or just learning that. Yeah. Even if it's like maybe not making it fun, which it should be like, you know, those things are fun. But just recognizing like, uh, I mean, I can get that way as like my only airness is like my Mercury Gemini where I'm just like, why are we talking? Why is it this? Are we bored? Am I boring now? Is this over? Is this flat? And it's like. No, some people need rest and right. like recharging and I, I read time so- to themselves and like that's chill. We can read books next to each other. I met I met some like a couple. No, I did not meet them. Sorry, this was something I read in an interview. There was a someone had said that they, um, they don't even sleep in the same bed. They have they have their, they have a two bedroom house and they sleep in the separate rooms. And I was like, that's a, great. I would love an apartment that like you connect like hallways like you go you yeah because i just really want to decorate my own space oh, is like the main my thing. friends have the best setup tell me about they it. have a studio in a one bedroom and it goes over like a bridge yes. and they have a little deck in holy between. shit i mean not that they're the emulating relationship but frida kahlo and diego rivera had that they had like a house um that connected right. and like yoko and john again had a great relationship it's but not, they, they, had yeah. a, they had apartments across the way in central park that they get oh well, no that was susan sontag my um, friends like share the one is a bedroom and one is like an entertaining. Yeah. So yeah. Like they still sleep together in the same apartment, mm-hmm. but they just have two spaces. And let me explain do. why just that's privacy. Yes. Not only that, but like I just I've figured out that I'm not a, I'm I'm a good deep sleeper if I'm in my room by myself. But if someone else is in the room, I don't know. I'm just I turn into a light sleeper. That's just mm-hmm. a fact. And it's like, you know what? If and I'm pretty precious about sleep. <laughs> Well, it's well, kind of funny diva. because the Aquarius is like it would be concerned with someone else being able to sleep. Yeah, like you would care if like the person next to you couldn't sleep so much that would make you not able to sleep. Also, yes. you're just logical. You're like I sleep. I technically sleep better alone, but it's not that I don't like you. It's just like this is just how. Right, and oh man, hold on. Julia is like bursting <laughs> at the seams, but I just want to get one more thing oh. before I forget, which is mm-hmm. just that like. Right, exactly, and the the this is I guess more what the the thing I'm figuring out more in relationships is that like the concern for me is I don't want to hurt someone's feelings over that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing where I'm just like, 
I don't want you. It's yeah. I'd love. I'd love to lay in a bed with you and watch TV. And if we fall asleep together, great. But also, if there's just a night where I want to sleep in the other room, I don't want you to think that that's that's obviously if we're like living together. I mean, right. if we're not living together, that's a different story because it, I, my brain I think works it out enough that I'm like, well, if I'm only seeing this person for two days, then I'll stay here for two. You know, that doesn't. Right. That's completely different. So, Julia, the mic is all yours. All right. Well, <laughs> I brought it up earlier, but your north node is in tarot, uh, in Taurus, which means and which is interesting to you because you're Scorpio dominant, which means that it's going to come natural to you. Your south node is Scorpio, which means those are, this is the things that you've already mastered. Right. Okay. Uh so So the two things I'm not good at are nodes and and I never looked into sidereal astrology. Yeah. I don't know anything about sidereal yet, but nodes are just like the they're imaginary points on your chart, but it's your opposite of, no, it's not opposite of your rising. I forget exactly how you figure it out. No, I mean, I, I know what the nodes are, but I never yeah, looked into but them. So south, south is like what you've already mastered. These are the things that are going to come naturally to you. Okay. And north are the things that you need to do in this life in order to feel your most like fulfilled uh, this and is actual like happiness. This is my stuff. period of rebirth, so let's fucking hear it. Yeah. I'm ready. So your so north, Taurus? your north node is Taurus. Wow. And this is from Funny. Astro Style. I have a whole book on it, but so I was like, I can get too into it. Let's but just call the Astro Twins right I know, now. Let's get them on the <laughs> let's get them on get the them horn. On the horn. Yeah. Um, but so here are the things that you need to release as a Scorpio, um, which is seducing, manipulating, strategizing. You done it. The nomadic lifestyle. Sex as a weapon, being overly uh, secretive or superstitious. Relying Eli's left, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's not here. He's yeah. out relying, <laughs> relying on other people's money and resources. That's what you need to. That's what you're already. You're already going to be good at that. You've mastered that. That's what you're bringing from the last life. God, I just got dragged so hard across this carpet. <laughs> what What you need to embrace in this life, more of, and not to get rid of any of, uh, not to get rid of you, all of that, but it's, the, it. it's right, right. the stuff where it's like, yeah, you've done it. Uh, here's where you're gonna feel some. So that growth. stuff you just read was in the in the north, or that's that, your south. That's, that's the south. That's Those are the you, stuff that are. What yeah, you've yeah, lived, yeah. Okay. This is what you've already mastered. Yeah. What you're bringing with you into this. What right. you need to embrace in this life is your Taurus North Node, which is simplicity, <sighs> truth, <sighs> grounding yourself with daily habits and routines. Living in the moment, pure human connection, telling it like you see it, and making your own living. Which I feel like those all, you were doing the yeah. majority of those. And it sounds, especially like from what you're saying, uh, you are actively searching those. I would imagine that it's maybe hard to, like what you're talking about, uh, you know, sleeping in separate bedrooms from time to time and stuff. I think it's maybe at odds, it seemingly at odds with your kind of more... Uh, non-traditional approach to things yes. but then t to then say actually I just like need sleep or whatever I think that's very Torian right. like, it's practical it's, yeah, it it's is, like yeah, I it's need this in order to be my most effective and right. this is the place it's like mm. knowing where what parts of your life you need to be creative in and what parts you need to have stable in order to be creative in these other parts so this is my biggest uh, the the word that comes up to, that comes to mind with a lot of all of this for me is discernment 
because that's where I run into the most trouble with all this. I have a hard time discerning. It's almost like I don't know where to pick my battles on that. Like I'll, I'll decide on something specific and be like, okay, this thing I need to do. And really it should have been the thing right next to that thing. Like how, how to, how to kind of spend my time. I'm being a little vague there. So let me try and specify an example. Cause like routines almost can sometimes be bad for me because mm -hmm. I, I'm really specific about that. One thing I've always kept kind of on a routine is in the morning after breakfast, I will usually go get an iced tea somewhere. And it typically the place can be a little, that can change. But most of the time I just end up going to like a local Starbucks or something. Um, but I, I, that levels me out. And if I don't do it, it doesn't fuck me up in a way that like, I don't know. Cause I don't want to toss around OCD. That's mm -hmm. like, but it, it just in a way where I'm like, you know, I don't have, if I don't do this for one day, it's not going to fuck me up. Well, but you that talked about that with open mics already where yeah, it's like, right. clearly you have a thing that's like somewhere inside of you. There is a thing that feels like I have to do this every day. Right. And Whether it's true that you have to or not, there's something in you that wants to, wants you to. Right. And I, th I think for that it's because, well, I don't, I don't drink. I don't, I don't, I'm not sober, but I don't drink. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't smoke. And I think, Literally, an iced tea is the, my ver. I'm sure there's still something in my brain. I also learned, like my my dad, who died when I was very very young, mm -hmm. did have an addiction. It, like the addiction runs in his blood, so I'm sure that that's probably mm -hmm. that. That all fits to me with again Pluto and retrograde of self regulation and self uh, right like control power things needing to. I think it's just reframing the idea of routine as something that like nourishes you as opposed to like punishes you. I yes. was just going to, I was just going to say that because oh, all these routines seem very um, for work and because like, well, I have to like get iced tea and, um, and then I have to like work at work and then I like, I do go to therapy. So I am doing the good emotional labor, but it's like, but yeah, it's like, but I'm, when I think of Taurus, I think of like, like hugs and like you know like doing like those loving routines maybe it's even like letting people more into your home space like making like things right. about that like maybe it's like cooking more with friends maybe it's like i don't like i don't know maybe you're doing these things but like well no because like even when i cook it's it's for survival it's not for uh-huh i'm thinking like maybe that might be something that might bring in like just a different type of satisfaction that you didn't know you were missing is yeah. like these more loving routines. Mm -hmm. Like your mom's a Taurus. Yep. Like maybe just thinking about like, what is she, maybe what things that does she do? Like I'm mm -hmm. a fucking Taurus. Lisa's a fucking Taurus. Like I like need to like do like, even if I have friends who are couples or this, it's like, I need to go sit with you in the park with like Scrabble and like, right. and have these like lovey moments, like date moments, like go on dates with your friends. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Which I've, I've gotten much better about in the last few years. Cause I, I would like sometimes almost feel like reaching out could be, it's, it's, it's also hard. I think LA, this is an LA problem, sure, but totally. I think, I think reaching out to people can be very stressful because it's a combination of like, you don't know if you're bothering them. You don't know if this is the right time for them. And also you're just like, it can almost seem like, well, what we're planning for lunch three weeks from now. Yeah, but so fucking what? So yeah, plan it out. I love that. Plan oh it God, out three I weeks out. I love a three week lunch. Yeah. And if you cancel, it's all good. Like, right. I'm, yeah. I'm like gonna, I can be home. And yes, but it's like, I think it's even setting up those like realistic rituals. Like I was even doing this with my, fr like my gaggle of Scorpios where it's like, we never hang out. It's like, it's like we can do like once every two, three weeks. Like yeah. where we all do, where we all do the big sushi, like sushi mm. uh, Wednesday at fucking eight. Like, yeah. 
close to all the, in the middle between all of our houses. Like, right, right. Two hours max. So I got to go. I got shit to do. Like we can like even if you time cap it, it's fine. It's better than like nothing. But again, if it's stre- it should never like stress you out. Mm-hmm. But I think that is that idea of like bothering or like rituals or. I don't know. know. It can it can fluctuate around it could, too. It's also part of it for me is patience. Um, I, mm. I, I I'm not I'm not necessarily because my therapist is like she was like, well, hold on, you're a very patient person. You're still doing comedy. You've been doing comedy almost ten years. Uh, you know, and the the can the, you reveal her sign? I actually don't remember. Oh, so, a therapist can't tell you. Yeah, their sign? actually, wait, wait. I don't think she told. Wait, well, no, I think no. You said she was really into. She she did she did tell me, but but I'm just blank. That's allowed. No, no, no. I I just can't remember. Right now, off the top of my head, yeah, yeah. She, I'm gonna ask her tomorrow. I have a session. (laughs) You think you think this is my only therapy for the weekend? No, I have got an appointment tomorrow, and we're gonna hash some shit out. Especially now that we've talked about some shit here, like holy. I'll send you the send you the Google Doc with my notes. Please, I have been wanting to bring this up um, the whole time, but I've been waiting. And since you brought up therapy, I think. Since your Chiron's in Gemini, and mine is too, and so uh, is mine. A lot of comedians. So far, I, it's like a lot of comedians. Whoa. So it's that, your that checks out actually. Yeah, your but healing say, powers say. through speech, and also sometimes it's the hardest thing for you to do, like to communicate. And and it's like it's you know it's hard to go to therapy, and even just being able to talk about something stupid that happened in your week that didn't really affect you that much, but for some reason still bothering you. You know, it's hard to admit those things and. Also, like, we do it in such a public way where it allows people to co- compare us to other people and it yes, allows 100%. For people to judge you and have an opinion of who you are without ever meeting you. Well, for me, a lot of things, how I work through those things is I, I typically tend to talk about... So when I started therapy, I've been going on off to therapy for almost 10 years now. And I, I started probably, no, a little less than that. I started about a year after comedy. Jay, uh, Jake Weissman, very funny comic, very close friend. He was the one who sent me some low cost centers. He like, he did some homework for me. And I remember when I started, he was very like, he was like, dude, I'm so proud of you for going. This is so great. I'm like, what? I've been wanting to go. Is this like, a, I didn't know it was such a stigmatized thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, after that started a few years later started talking about sex on stage and my sex life and um and like steve was the first person to really do that actually and i've told him that i'm like watching you do it let me start being okay with wanting to do it more and then now i've started to talk about astrology on stage and it gets exactly the response you think it does women love it men check the fuck out I was going to, I like when you mentioned earlier that you were like reading the newspaper in high school, I'm like, I'm just imagining like this cool, moody Aquarius, like leg up against the locker, (laughs) like (laughs) reading the scopes. I'm like, because that's the thing. I mean, like you're the first like dude we've had amongst us. And it's very, I mean, it's a very like femme field. So like, I think that's like, I guess I'm like a straight femme, right? (laughs) <laughs> kind of is that is that it's a, very to me it's very aquarian though to be like uh not any kind of androgynous yeah. but yeah right, androgyny right. is a big masculine yeah. too you're not you know no, no, I, mean, I, I do yeah yeah like I'm, i reject the notion that this is what makes me not masculine or yeah. that yeah. sort of thing where it's like this is the reason why i'm not going to be into it not a myriad of other reasons right like exactly that. yeah it could be anything and it's not going to be this but i think that's good to like destigmatize for for men like yeah. you can read about your fucking horoscope and not have to like be like oh what we're all the same like yeah it's, like, it's called introspection 
dong, right, right, dong. exactly. Yeah, and I started, and it's why I talked about like on stage discovering my sexuality and when I've experimented because mm-hmm. it also like the idea of well, the original experiment to that was if I can talk about this on stage, then I can be comfortable with anything, and it, that obviously checked out completely. But yeah. it still makes you. It does create a thing where you're like, okay, now I have to talk about this next thing and talk. Let me tell you something. Trying to write a bit about astrology that connects with most people is way fucking harder than talking about anything that I've talked about with my sex life, experimenting, anything about that nature. It's That's been so way harder. Yeah. I bombed my dick off for like three months trying to find this astrology bit. And then finally about a month and a half ago, it finally started hitting. If you want to hear it, it's on the put your hands together podcast. Check it out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to cross promote, but no. hey, that, that was the first time I did it where I was like, all right, this is finally a bit. Because prior to that, it fucking was not. It was like, I remember I started doing it. We were on it. Julia and I were on a show together once, and it didn't. I remember afterwards, I was like, I don't think this is going to make the cut. And then, <laughs> and then a f- I remember I, being like, I liked it. Yes. I know. <laughs> and that gave but me the course, juice to keep going. Of course, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it also You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. It was like a half-baked bit at the time. I mean, it, to be honest, looking back now, I was like, any bit takes like four months minimum to kind of really find... Some things will come out naturally, but that's at least kind of the normal amount of time. Yeah, but some subjects are easier to talk about in yes. the process of well, finding the bit. Too. Yes. Something that is more relatable. So everyone has sex. Yeah. Yes, you know, that's true. Not yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. is into astrology. Not right. everyone has even looked at their shit. Yeah. Yes, like, and, it, and it is a thing where it's like, I, I've i thought about that where I'm like, this probably won't hit every time anyway. It's just, I think I've found enough of a stride and, and the, the balance I was looking for that maybe 75% of the people will laugh and that's enough to mask the silence that sure. is coming from the other people. Hey, look, I got a, like a three minute chunk on the band, the Eagles that, you know, you can't do in every room, <laughs> Yeah, that, but I want that to, ba- I never figured out why that band is so divisive because it's like, they, it was a big, it was a big Lebowski. Is yeah. That, is that what we, is I that think, right? so, yeah. I think it's just the big Lebowski, but, uh, love them. I want to do it all the time, but it just like, doesn't sometimes people aren't into yeah. it. But and as we, you know, as y'all have learned with, comedy and even further now with astrology is like the more you you are even if someone's not on board with what you're talking about they're gonna they want they're gonna want to get on board yes because they're yes. like what the fuck are you talking yes. about like, well get I'll me admit, on board it's not gonna be something i'm gonna open with though i of think at that show i actually did but uh but it like i think most of the time it's something that's gonna have to go real smack dab in the middle yeah I had, a, I had a quick question. Oh, sure. Was there any part of your chart that you're like, I don't get this? Like, where you're like, this does not feel like me. Because you seem so, your chart. Like, which I think is rare. No, that's what, why I was so, why I got so into astrology. My chart was spot on in every fucking aspect. There was nothing that I was like, yeah, this isn't right. Yeah. Like, I read all of this and I was like, me, 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 definitely me. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, it, it's And maybe really... when you're, you're so much of like a few signs, so I maybe that. I mean, that's kind of. I, like I think that's why. Yeah, I think there's so many. Uh, there's so much overlap of like the, mm-hmm. the you know, aqua and this, this and this, Aries and this and this, and then when you start to get really into the deep stuff like the nodes and the, and and like, uh, what what was the one that you had pulled up? The Chiron. The Chirons, Chiron. yeah. And when I started pulling those up, I was like, okay, these. This takes a little bit more of an extra study, but even when you do really start reading it, it's all there. The what, mm-hmm. what was the other one? The Lilith. Oh, the oh, do you know what your Lilith is? I, it's I, not on I, the chart. Yeah, it's not on there. No, I, that, I had to go on. The, I had to go on like 
Astro theme for that one, I think. And it was like, I, I don't remember, but whatever it was, I, I remember reading it. It's also, all oh, this gets so overwhelming because you're like reading yeah. so much. There's mm-hmm. so many parts. But reading those parts, I was like, yeah, this is right as well. Yeah, um, I can't, fi- I don't think it's on this picture because you don't have, except for Chiron and your no- North Node, there isn't any yeah. other asteroids or anything well i remember like to look up your lilith you have to do it in a very specific you have to read the chart a very specific way i it took me a while to finish to do i was like i remember when i was done i felt like i took a test like an an (laughs) the sats or something yeah that one's a trick that one's a another divisive one um Uh, one thing i'll say in regards to that's also something i wanted to go back to oh was when we were when you were asking me about like the sexuality and stuff that's right. been another yeah let's get back in let's spill the tea right aries uh, yeah. is ever present well when it when that's the other thing that happened a few years ago is kind of i didn't i don't think i had my sexual awakening so much as like i felt more where i was like all right i'm gonna do all the things i want to do and experiment the way so what experiment. happened wait what are you talking about well oh uh, everything just like i just like so, Oh yeah, I guess I'm talking about this like as if I forget you're you're not in the stand-up world. No, yeah. So like, let me going to sex parties. Ooh, trying casual encounters. Like like I don't mean casual encounters like just one night stands. Uh-huh. I mean like 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 trying di- like apps that are specifically designed for that. Cool. Going you know doing all those things and doing it also because I was in LA and I knew that I didn't have anyone here. I kn- I wasn't gonna bump into like someone I knew from high school right. or something Awkward. like that. So I got I know <laughs> just like. Oh, that's what you're wearing under that rabbit mask? Yeah. <laughs> so hey, Brittany. Like, and, and also in L.A., people are so discreet because it's such an industry-heavy town. Right. That people this fucking, is a pretty safe space yes, to try that stuff out. Exactly. So I started really going for it. And when I read that in my chart, I was like, that's what's been holding me back. Like oh. back when I was in back when I was no well, not, when I was in Florida, I wasn't a fucking saint. But what I mean is like, you know, I wasn't like being like, all right, I need to just date and wait till the fifth date. But you know what I mean? Like, right. It, it's you were in thing. a rhythm of like a, a dating ish cycle right. that was like maybe antiquated and not great for you. Yes. And I also knew that I was leaving Florida. I knew at 22 because here's the thing. I graduated high school, graduated at 2.9. I wasn't getting into fucking USC film school. So I was like, OK, I went to a community. Co- I actually graduated early, not because I had good grades, just because I had enough credits to. So I finished early, uh-huh. ju- started going to, to community college there because I knew I was going to have to go to that anyways, uh-huh. just to get it out of the fucking way. Barely got through community college for two years, graduated at 2.9 again. Have you looked into the numerology of 2.9? Do we, is there a special meaning? I mean, it would be 11. Oh. What's, well, my number. Oh, yes, in Aqua, the 11th sign. My number on the cedar thing, I know, is six. If you guys do that. Yeah, the life path number six for me. Okay. I'm Um, I'm just starting to dab it in numerology. Yeah, but that's interesting. You have the same. Right, right. But, but. Community. When I finished that i transferred to it to the like commuter school i went to florida atlantic university not to brag the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh that was brag the fighting owls um, oh. that's their fucking i know right um so uh when i finished that though i was in film school that was the thing i like really i had already studied on my own most of the my first job worked at a movie theater cool. next job working at best buy in in the media department move shelving movies mm-hmm. uh when i got to college I graduated uh, magna cum laude. So, like, you can see the difference when I'm doing what I want to do. You're but, thriving. Yes, exactly, which is what you opened with on this podcast, right? Lisa, you were saying mm-hmm. that, like, when you're thriving, that's when you're really hitting. Being yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, exactly. So, w- but I knew I'm like, as soon as I finish, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So, I, I graduated, 
worked two jobs, one at a hospital, one at Chili's for a year, saved up, moved the fuck out here. Did you ever show up in one uniform and be like, fuck, I'm supposed no. to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> And that's the beginning a, of the movie you're yeah, going to yeah. write. <laughs> you and show they, up at Scrin Scrubs. Yeah, and they're, like, they're like, Eli, you can't keep doing this. Uh, <laughs> that's the, but knowing that end goal made it really, I remember I like met this girl, I was at a TGI Friday's, Okay. in Coral Springs, Florida with my with my best friend Sydney. We were just sitting there having dinner and the bartender goes, this drink came from this girl across the bar. I look over, this really cute girl waves at me and we, you know, I went over, talked to her, exchanged numbers. We went to go get, we went, you know, hung out but I was like, what's the point? I'm leaving in six months. I knew, I already knew I was going to be gone in six months and then I told, I, I was like, I have to tell her that. I mm-hmm. have to tell her that and I told her and it was over. Immediately right there, she checked out because she's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so in Florida, it was almost like this thing where I was like, well, it's hard here because nobody, and this is, this is pre-internet. I mean, the internet was there, but it wasn't, this is before FetLife or Tinder, right. even, you know what I mean? Where like people could just meet up. And, so what year, what year is this? Can we so get a year? Yeah. Yeah. This was 2006. I moved here in 2007. Okay. So that, that was so when this I even it. idea of like, I mean, we're still in pretty like re- pre big recession. Like we're still, we're still doing our parents. Norms right. Right. So I, I got Paris the, Hilton's. Yes. Right. Oh, wow. Like, yes. Sexual, I, I, like, I saved oh up God. to buy one nice polo from Abercrombie. Like, let's <laughs> really paint the times here. And then I moved to San Diego for a year. And even then it felt like very, I'm like, all right, I'm still on hold here. And mm-hmm. then when I got to LA, I finally like really felt that I, I was like, okay, now I can be myself. You can let mm-hmm. your freak flag fly. Yes. Man, and, and also that's... just, also I'm like, I'm in a movie town. I'm in a cultured town where you can do shit. And like, you know, San Diego, everyone goes to bed at nine. Gross. But I also lived in Pacific Beach, which was a college town. So everybody went to bed at, whenever they fucking wanted. Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I when I did get here, all of that, I I don't know. People shit on LA all the time. I fucking love it. Well, I think certain places, and we talked about a little bit at our uh, our first astrology meetup we had, where you were there yeah. at our yes, Echo Park meetup. So fun. But I uh, was talking about like astrocartography, about mm-hmm. how like I mean, there's certain places with certain ley lines and places you're just supposed to be that can open you up. Maybe you're not going to be there forever, but there's some reason you're supposed to be there now yes. that's going to introduce you to a different person or a different job or or just a different way of thinking that you didn't yeah, know could absolutely. even exist. Right, right. And I, I don't know. I can't see myself not living in some place like this or mm-hmm. even maybe San Francisco. But if I'm not a tech billionaire, so I'm not going to yeah. live so in San got, Francisco. So you found sex parties. and then Yeah, but all that kind of – just in general, just being like – just not being around a person who wants to just – find someone get married and spend everything say it's over yes experimental right exactly just across the board yeah i mean no i mean i experimented in high school obviously Mm -hmm. but like that's a different kind of experimentation that's everyone has that Mm -hmm. but i mean just like being like okay well there's not just this one way to date even but and in polyamory i've been in open relationships and Mm -hmm. and that's something that i i think that is something that you can identify as a person and as the relationship. But I think primarily the relationship is what takes that title. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think it was the other way around, but I'm kind of, you know, and, but it's just, I'm like any relationship that I'm pursuing in the future, I've always been open to being like, all right, it's not going to be a traditional relationship. If that's what you want, just traditional monogamy, that's not me. That's it makes it easier. And also in a lot of ways, that's where the patience comes in because mm-hmm. it's not going to just pop up right away. Yeah. I, I, it's so Aquarius, but it does surprise me a bit. I guess the Aries would be the sexual component more, but it does surprise me that you don't get jealous. 
Okay, so jealousy does exist, but in very specific ways. Um, jealousy for me is not being enough for someone emotionally. So sexually, but I it, know it's that then you're jealous based on you. No, so uh, yeah, kind. See I that to me, wow. that's a really interesting I've way. Never to view heard jealousy. it that way. I've never heard it that way. But I guess what it means is, uh, what I mean by that, if it, to expound on it, is just that like. For me, if I know that somebody can show up in a certain way in a relationship and I, I, I'm not capable of doing that or, or, or you know, I, I remember I had someone – I was in a relationship where I someone had specifically been like, well, this person could handle this anxiety of mine well and I couldn't. I felt like I wasn't enough. And, and then it turns out that's just incompatibility probably. Uh, no, it is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just yeah. what it is. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And I, because I, I tried, I tried different ways to show, you know. And so, yeah, I guess I, I don't know if I'm. Does that make sense? Am yeah, I, am I but, putting it out there well? Mm, I want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I just I've never really thought of jealousy that way because I think for most people, or maybe it just for me, it's more outward. Right. And I think for you, it might be a little bit more inward. It is one hundred percent. You take that well, on and all yourself. these placements all have the word me in I'll, it at yeah. some point, it, yeah. and it's air. You're not gonna, yeah. you're gonna hold on. To I'll that never forget. That I'll never forget. I had a girl once tell me this very attractive, very because with, with for me, I think women who are attracted to me, it's like an all or nothing thing. I don't have a middle ground. I I don't feel like there's ever been a thing where it's like organically someone got into me. The story is we're either fucking. They, they see they Hot see me heavy. yeah and they're like all right or they're just like wh- or their friends are like what the fuck do you see in this guy like mm-hmm. one or the other you know what i mean like it's like like i just mean physically even. yeah yeah and um so I'll, i remember there was this really cute girl who once told me she was like because I, w- I just kind of wasn't feeling her i thought i was but then i really wasn't and then she's like well you know i could fucking go out tonight and fucking you know meet a hot guy and i was like wait are you telling me i need to be fucking grateful that you took st- like Ooh. an interest in me <laughs> and i and i and i was like you can fuck go fuck the whole block i don't care that i am a compersionist so i actually get turned on that's not the same as cuckolding but like i like when my partner takes gets pleasure from other people as well oh like box truck porn what is that Oh, that's like my that's my new that's my new like I'm not, not new porn but my fave porn. I'm freaky, but I have not heard the term box. It's basically truck. like chill exhibitionism, where it's like the, it's at, always in European squares as well for some reason. Where oh, is this like the public thing? It's like the see-through boxes that are like mirrored on the outside, but like when you're fucking in them, they're you're you can see out, but no one can see in. But they'll be like, "Oh, excuse me, married man and woman, we have to take your wife in this box really quick. Is that chill?" And then oh, she'll be like I sucking see. dick with his like head, like right, like above, like just well, at the vantage point where you can like see it. The idea of that, I think, is like degradation, though, right? Like degrading the male. It's kind of like degrading the person outside, right? The box. So for me, it's yeah. not it's not a degradation thing. It's more like I'm I'm there. I'm with them while it's happening. Uh, okay, so, so you're you're, there, you're along for the ride. Oh yeah, big there, time. The, you would be in the box, I right? Guess would be, and that goes that goes both ways. Where they, I also need a partner who enjoys watching me as well. There's this. I am equally performative in terms of exhibitionism and voyeurism. So oh. it's yeah yeah. So if we're doing if we're doing it where other people are coming into the bedroom, mm-hmm. everybody's like it, it really is like a thing where we both are enjoying the watching and the doing. This water bear is pouring a glass for everyone. Yes, the party. Everyone's glasses half full. Yes. <laughs> what is the other half filled with? <laughs> we'll find out at the end of this episode. <laughs> 
that all makes sense to me that that level of joke that all sounds again very i found out recently that i'm scorpio dominant oh so, so you do not well but it just that that level of the like internalizing jealousy uh right. is a thing where it that makes sense to me being like why are you go like why would you like not, not 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 even necessarily like why would you look outside of me but being like oh i'm not like yeah that like oh i can't mm, oh this is who, mm, okay yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah i see i can't do an open relationship where it's like or or polyamor or anything where it's like i don't want to hear about the th- I, like you know some people mm. have that don't ask don't tell policy no i want i'm gonna ask and i want you to tell so everything are you saying, like, your scorpio thing's kind of like because i'm this way i'm very jealous where i'm if i found out someone's with someone else i'm like oh her you like I, I mean sorry like i get very no like, i get see, it i don't yeah. define that as jealousy for me that isn't jealousy. is that what is that pettiness uh maybe or it's like comparison in some way yeah but jealousy is when it's, it's insecure- like i want that thing or like you know what i right, mean right right or mm-hmm. like oh her it's not like that it's like oh like i want to be her would be jealousy mm-hmm I guess mine is more like it, that becomes down to like an insecurity where yeah. well, like, je- jealousy is insecurity, but it's yeah. just a different kind of insecurity. I, I get right. No, no, I get I get what you're getting at. Like it's it's a kind of a thing of like um, you're, you're like, fuck up is always. Yeah, like yeah, my, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's <laughs> that's a Don't great way. Of, down, which right. Is like, again, yes. But then it's like, what's fucking like, that's a rude like, I don't that know. is rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because of course. I know I get it. It's like a human flaw. But like, there we no, are. No, But it is. I I don't know. How, however, you're saying it that. I think it's like a combination of both of these things where right. it is like I'm reacting that way because I am feeling like, oh, I'm not enough in this way right. or whatever this is. But then also being mad that it's like, wait, this person is enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. This is why do I then it's like, but it's still what am I not? It's still yeah. part yeah. of this cycle, though, of like me then being angry with myself. Yes. For well, because it makes you wonder. You're like, well, what am I? What component am I missing? Exactly. I mean, then you, you feel like you're born without some kind of component. That's yes. what it comes, which is yes. so unfair to myself. I mm-hmm. can't like that is so unkind. And it's something I feel like, and I don't know you that well, but from how I know you, it's something I feel like you don't do to other people. Where some people do oh. treat people equally unfair as they treat themselves. Right, you're not one of those. people. No, no, I, I don't think I am. No, and if I've, if I've, do, if I've ever been guilty of anything close to that, it, that's long. I think that I, I'll, I'll leave that in my twenties. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've gotten past. Well, it's also just like the older you get, the more you're like, I don't have time for this shit. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it is a serious energy suck in a way that you before you could deal with it in the same way you could deal with the hangover. That's mm-hmm. why I stopped drinking. I just woke up one day. I'm like. I, no, no, I don't have the energy for this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't, I don't have that gene where I need, to, like drinking never took the edge off for me. It was just, if I'm going to party, let's fucking party. But mm. it, you weren't getting the fun parts anymore. Exactly. You, yeah, you, yeah. you ran out of the fun parts. Yes. I'm 100%. feeling that every day as day. Yeah, it on. gets more. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any questions you wanted to pull up or is I, I, mean, I, say, I, f- yeah, I feel like, you know, you're you're tra- I mean, we've all, we've, I had a, we've definitely come up with some stuff. I'm no, but I still like that. Julia, yeah, well, you pulled out when you were going through the nodes and the Pluto. I was like definitely being and, and also just like Lisa's observations. No, I needed all of this. This was very <laughs> I mean, I had a quick game. This was healing. So, yeah, let's do the game. It's too. just a Look very fun kill for I had a, some some celebrity aquarians okay to, i'm i'm down for anything if we just you know wanted to, to go there okay. i'm trying to i'm trying to be more in my north note i'm trying to be more open here's like, the first round anything. and we can all play along obviously all right um mary fuck Hill, michael jordan shakira jennifer aniston 
I, I, someone needs to pay. Jennifer, it's time to settle down. I'll marry her. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I'd marry her and I would, yeah, I would fuck Shakira. Okay. I mean, it's making, it's so funny because the way I've settled on Michael Jordan being op, like out isn't, yeah. it's not because he's a dude. It's just like, I feel like, I feel like Michael Jordan, I don't, there's nothing there that. But there's nothing bringing you to him. Look, I'm wearing Jordans tonight. I have low top <laughs> like You I'll have say, the legacy of his shoes, yes. but like from here on out, it's like, okay. No, and you yeah. want that smart water money. Yes. Okay. I'm yes. at the very least fucking Michael Jordan. I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, I don't know. I just don't see it. And it's funny because I just recently have been watching like Karamo on Queer Eye. Mm. I'm ready to sexually identify as like him. I want to be one of his bombers on him. Well, you know, he's a Scorpio. Fuck just, me up then. So just, Let's just, do it. Let's just do so it. you know. I know, and that's not good. That's not good for me. I think I married Michael Jordan, but he's a hometown boy, and I would like definitely fuck Shakira. And I think someone should put Jennifer out of her misery, and so I'm uh, gonna kill her. That, that was kind of it's funny. That was my thought in the back of my head as I was saying that, but I was like, no, I think we, I think we could settle down well. She seemed, but at the same time, I feel like she'd be really like she wants to just have the daily routines. And she does not. want the daily routine. Yeah, so maybe she's putting on a vino regularly, and she's drinking smart water nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least she's her electrolytes are up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I think I'm gonna marry Shakira, fuck Michael Jordan, and kill Jennifer. I Aniston. was gonna marry Jennifer Aniston, and kill see, Shakira. See, my, my, oh. my marrying Jennifer Aniston—that's my humanitarian. <laughs> in, the, in, in the aqua, that's my humanitarian because you know I just want everybody to be happy. I just got to find out those skincare secrets. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what it is. It's being Greek. She's Greek. Like, that's your answer for that's anything true. that's, like, about her. That How did she obtain this? Uh, she's Greek. Okay. Um, just one more. I have one more round of Aquarian. Okay. Oprah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, Michael Jordan and I have the same birthday. Oh. oh. As so the, there couldn't be. You know who else like. I have the same birthday as? Paris Hilton. Wow. Who also Bi- came up on this podcast. Billy Joe, Billy Joe Armstrong, lead singer of Green Day. Wow. Who was, when I was a kid, first concert I ever went to. Cute. Green Day and the Riverdales at the West Palm Beach Auditorium. And uh, who's the other one that I, there's one other person I'm forgetting, but. They might pop back up. Maybe okay. I'll, maybe I'm saying them now. Is it Little Poopy? Because that was a celebrity I found <laughs> no. who I've never heard of before. <laughs> who was in the list of Aquarians. And I was like, I've never all heard right. of well, Little Poopy. Well, the Little I mean, I think we're, we're all going to We're also all going to kill Little Poopy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, little Poopy can fuck. <laughs> Although, yeah. I don't know. What's, maybe who knows? This, our fans yeah, might be saying, huge. We've also little, peaked yeah, on the heads. Little. That's yeah. it. It's over. <laughs> if that's what we've got to, that, <laughs> it's over. Because we have like Little Xan, Little, all these. With all the Littles. Yeah. Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres. John Travolta. Okay, wait. St- say him again. Oprah, the big O, Ellen DeGeneres, John Travolta. I'm going to marry Oprah because that I'm set yeah, for I mean, life. Yeah. I mean, come on. And she also just like, you know, there's this great story about like her and Roger Ebert going to dinner and she thanks him for like, that's why she went into syndication was because of him. Really? It was on their second date. They were on a date. Yeah. And the first one went well enough that they're like, let's do a second. So, you know, they got down. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, they got down. You know, I, I mean, we, more than be fools to not marry. If, yeah, I, I'm judging yeah. you if oh, you yeah. say no right. to anything so Mary, besides Mary. And, uh, and um, Ellen DeGeneres, John Travolta. I'd fuck Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. I would. Yeah. Because she, lo- I, I'm sh- yeah, she's, well, she's a comic. Yeah. And I, I feel like she's got some, she could like handle it and be detached. Spunky. Right. Spunky. 
Yeah, I'm, she can dance. So she, she can definitely. I'm thinking she's the same, but only because I just want to kill John. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, I mean, also, we I'll just kill, have to kill John. Travolta. Yeah, it's Scientologist. Yeah, Get I think it? I'd fuck John Travolta, but only if I had a time machine and could yeah. go back oh, to seventy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Gotti. Well, yeah. We can't. I was gonna like, say we're not talking Gotti Travolta. <laughs> we're talking ma- between like Saturday Night Fever and even fucking Staying Alive. He looked. He was like fit. That was eighty three. Oh, I mean, yeah. sure, Greece, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Zuko. I, I didn't have like Mary Fuck Kill, Danny Zuko, the, the, the dude from uh, Right, Right, Saturday Night yeah. Fever. Well, that's, that's a, a good Mary Fuck Kill. Actually, that'd be so <laughs> a different Travolta <laughs> of, of different eras. There's a there's a clip I have on my phone. I forget the movie. It's with John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis. And there's a scene oh of them my, dancing in the dance floor. And oh, he's yes, doing yes, this that. thing with his mm-hmm. hips. Yeah. And she is too. And they're both, I'm like, you're both literally coming on the screen on my <laughs> fucking face with how hot this is. Yeah. That was like when you wore, wore thongs to the exercise class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And he was over, wearing sh- but over your shorts. Over yeah, and he was wearing leggings. short shorts, but you know he had some underwear on that were fucking keeping keeping that fucking thing from getting out on that dance floor. Cause <laughs> that, that thing. <laughs> yeah, that thing. That big vase. The, <laughs> the Aquarian vase. His water yeah. bearer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eli, what is there anything else you want to promote or plug? What's um, coming up? Look up my birth. No, I don't. I was gonna say. Look up my, I'm gonna promote my birth chart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a great read, yeah. Uh, it's look up like, his well, chart. Well, we, we already just did it here. I, I mean, it is fuck. Or find me on CoStar. Ooh, yeah. that's a fun. Co-star? Do you know your like? Hand- I feel like it's hard to look people up. Do you know I'm, no, I'm, I'm at Eli Olsberg. I don't. I don't. I don't have time for the clever stuff anymore because I also don't have a common name, so it's like enough that's that I can nice. just. There's only one other person I know on the planet that's named Eli Olsberg, and he lives in London, so. So, hello. No company. Yeah. yeah. Well, just you're at Eli Ellsberg. Also, just everywhere. Everyone yeah, can find everywhere. you everywhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's that's where I'm located. And see your shows. Yeah, come yeah. come to Performance Anxiety if you live in LA. Second Tuesday of every month at the Pleasure Chest in West Hollywood. That's a sex shop. That tells you everything you need to know about me right there. And then I'm sure we'll have more Astro meetups in the future. You're yes, delight. I'm so glad we could like chat and like hang out a little bit before the pod. Yes. And if you, yeah. And if you guys have another one, yeah, I'll probably be there. So yeah, I if just a fan, have a hunch. If, if a fan of the pod is there. Aquarians yeah. flock to this. Bye. Please find me on Twitter at me. Oh, that was my. I had one last quick question. Yes, I yes. Have a quick question. I always say this. Who are you? Mentioned a lot of Twitter astrologers. Do you have any faves? Yes. We like having some references up in here that people. Yes. Can I, I don't know people. why I wasn't jumping into no, them. No, I the forgot to ask, and I was like, and we were moving. We had a flow. Air sign. Air sign. Air sign. Hu- huge fan of uh, Jessica Lignato. Mm-hmm. Um, people sometimes people pronounce her last name Lanyadu, but I think it's when I've heard her say it on her pod, like the podcast that she features on Jessica Lanyado. She seems cool. Like Lanyado sounds way cooler than. Yeah, Lignado I know Lignado, it sounds so, so cool. Yeah, and she like really her weekly ones are really good. Um, I like Chani Nicholas, mm-hmm. uh, big fan there. Um, those are the two I've been reading up the most. Occasionally, I'll go into others, like from from what it'll give you, like recommendations on the side. But I read my my horoscopes on astro.com. I will do CoStar mm-hmm. Daily Horoscope, the app. Big fan of that one. Mm-hmm. And then for my monthlies, I usually do the Astro Twins. Okay. Um, and for week, yeah, weekly I do Jessica Lignato, and daily I do Astro.com. Those are usually my three where I'm like, that's the ener- the good energy. And the ones that <laughs> the ones that see me the most. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, my two biggest ones. I'm a big fan of, of Jessica Lignato and Johnny Nicholas. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank cool. you guys so much for thank having you. me. Yeah. This was so great. great. This was so great. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to What's Your Sign. If you guys liked this, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Also, you can follow us on Instagram 
at What's Your Sign Podcast. Yeah. Or Twitter. Um, just search What's Your Sign Podcast. But if you want to type it in, it's What's YR Sign underscore pod. Twitter is weird. So, you know, <laughs> sorry. Um, Thanks. Bob. Please leave us a positive review. And if you want to contact us, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. So uh, pick your medium and find us. Jeez. Yeah. Made it this far. All right. Bye. Bye.